and welcome back to the Milo and Freddie podcast. <laughs> We're joined by our good friend, Glenn Snyder, who I've been going to Gamecock games with for almost 30 years now. How you doing over there, Glenn? Well over 30 years, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. And we also have Freddie on the other line. How you doing, Freddie? Good. I'm good. Great to be on with you guys. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll let me do the backstory on Glenn and I. He wrote for our Gamecock publication for fans and Gamecock Club members, Furs and Feathers. And I would just call all the time about football and recruiting. And they finally handed me to Glenn one day. You talked to this nut. And so we became friends over the phone. And a few years later, I think it was in Nashville, we had breakfast together and met for the first time. And we've just been the best of friends ever since. It's quite a character. And he invented the phrase, it's a great time to be a Gamecock. That's one of his many accomplishments. I'm <laughs> sure he's always been right that it's a great time to be a Gamecock, but he feels that way. His blood runs garnished. He's an, it garnished. He's an eternal optimist. So welcome aboard, Glenn. Thanks for joining us. Oh, glad, glad to be with you guys, always. Heck yeah. And let me interrupt real quick. We're sponsored, as always, by Miller's Hardware in Winter Park, Florida. Uh, they have two stores. Miller's Hardware, winterpark.com. Glenn, back in Columbia on the 29th, the Gamecocks played Missouri, and that tailgate was pretty well. I mean, Glenn, I want your honest opinion. Don't, don't, uh, don't sugarcoat it. Don't sugarcoat <laughs> it. How was Freddie's cooking? Oh, it was, it was great. You know, I, I told Freddie when I, when I woke up Saturday, that Saturday morning, I, I really wasn't thinking about the game as much as I was thinking about the, the shrimp tacos. That was something <laughs> I had. That was a pleasure I'd never had, and uh, th- they met my expectations. And the brats were pretty good too, right? Oh, the brats were standing. I guess that's why I had, I think, two and a half over the afternoon. Yeah, yeah as, as long as Freddie doesn't put too much mustard on it. Yeah, he's got to go easy on the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about food because the Gamecocks totally laid an egg in the game against Missouri. Right. <laughs> But it's like, as Glenn said, after so many years without a real tailgate, it's just the game really didn't matter to us too much. Uh, the, the famous story about us is with Gamecocks, it's Glenn either invented or stole from somebody, is we may lose a game or two on the field. We never lose a tailgate. And we sure didn't lose that day. We had a great crowd of people, and <laughs> I think we're good to go. We're really – I think the smart thing we did, Miles, was back in April, pick that game. And now in November, we're saying that Florida game at Williams-Price, which is in the middle of October, is when we want to try to do it again. Yes, sir. So 2023, uh, Gators at Gamecocks. October fourteenth, twenty twenty three. I think I think we're gonna do that game and anyone who's listening is welcome. And uh we need y'all to, to, to come up and eat some of Freddie's food. I had I had leftovers this whole past week <laughs> that I finally just ate all of them. But uh, we need we need more uh more people to come to those games. And don't leave Ann out of that praise. Don't oh, that's right, that's right. Good point. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean that woman Steve, cooked up some barbecue and a lot of other stuff. Yes, sir. Ann and Steve LaCarter deserve all the praise. My dad and I just, yeah. just kind of BS, as as we are prone to do. Yeah, they're the hosts, and Ann is hell on wheels, used to be a caterer. So it's like, you know, Miles and I only forgot about 95 things, 
and all of a sudden, out of the blue, out of the out of her car comes chafing dishes, so we can keep everything <laughs> up, and a million other things we didn't even think of. They are awesome. There are well, no, you, you you guys are probably mesh to make the greatest tailgate party I've been a part of. I promise. It was superb. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. And, you know, the real topper now, you have to say this because Mary killed me. The topper was, and I mean this sincerely, probably one of the top three, four days of, of her year for you guys to come and eat, come and eat waffles at, uh, with, yeah, with the kids. After, after we saw the Gamecocks lose to Missouri, uh, <laughs> waffles the next morning just just lifted my spirits. I, I, I cannot deny that. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, and, you know, let me just uh, – Will, I'll say this about the game in the Gamecocks. This was a wonderful opportunity for them, and they went out and played as emotionally a flat uh, game as as you can imagine. Had absolutely no emotion. They were never in it. And I, I, I wrote a Facebook post where I said I had a conversation with Coach Morrison one time after the Gamecocks had played kind of a, you know, a lackluster game, and he, and he said to me, I don't get it. We played 10 games. You know, that was only 10 right then. We played 10 games, 10 games a year. How could you not be up for every one of them? He said, when the University of Cincinnati came to me and said, hey, they're going to give me a room. They're going to get feed me. They're going to get a free education to play football, which he said with various. He said, I, I was thrilled. And he said, at least I thought I could do was give everything I had, every practice, every every game, and I did. And the the game talks just didn't do that against Missouri. Yeah, they were coming off the big win the week before against Jimbo and A and M, uh, and yeah, they just came out flat. But uh, we don't, we don't need to talk too much about uh, about that loss. They did win. We're recording this on November sixth. Uh, they did win against Vanderbilt yesterday. And Georgia yes. Tech won. Take your bow, Miles. Georgia Tech. <laughs> yes, yes. I will I will be happy to take my bow. Georgia Tech messed around and got a win with our interim coach, 28-27. It was ugly. Well, talking, but... about other, talking about other games now. Um, <laughs> since since I was um, 13 and became a Gamecock, um, the Sunday morning paper, when the, when the Gamecocks won and Clemson lost, was absolutely the best Sundays yeah. of, of my life growing up, you know, and that – uh, that's uh, this Saturday turned out to be another one of those can't wait to read the paper games. <laughs> I'm with you 100%. And I think, I think we had it. It's, it's funny we're talking today and doing this today because, look, Saban's out. I mean, he's not going to the playoff for, for I think, the first time ever. And I'm pretty sure Davo's out after 35-14 to a 6-3 team. So uh, LSU did manage to win in Baton Rouge in for the first time they've done so against Bama in, since 2010. And so now LSU controls the SEC West. And so so you think Saban's out? I think you're a little bit ahead, but, but go ahead. There's undefeated teams and there's one loss teams and he has two losses? No. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I have the standings. He's out. And yeah, I think so. I think so. And um, we talk about Vanderbilt a little bit? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Well, you know, first of all, we always expect to be Vanderbilt. You know, we always always have. And this, what, but what this game turned out to be is that classic uh, stat that everybody says, you know, is the difference. And it was, it was the turnover battle. We had one late in the game. Uh, Vanderbilt had four. Wow. Because 
because it, statistically, <laughs> it, it's a much easier, much easier game, uh, evener game. We had 492 yards of total offense. Well, Vanderbilt had it 454. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and so you know they moved the ball at will, and and simply uh, a bad play here and there. Really, really, even though it's a, uh, an 11 point game, it, it really that was really the difference in, in us winning this one. Well, and, and to your point, the Gamecocks were were penalized <laughs> 12 times for 120 yards, something like that, and uh, the the turnovers really tipped the scale in the Gamecocks' favor. Uh, but yep, yep. you know, got to love getting the win. No, we didn't no play. We didn't play well enough to beat a really good team. I'm, I'll, I'll say that. We, we played well enough to win. So after no, sir. I was worried that we'd have a disaster and get beat up there. That's how troubling the watching them play against Missouri was. I was genuinely worried. And you bet. And, and if you think about it, who's left? Florida is probably better than us, and they're at home. And then we have Clemson and Tennessee. That's right. That's our last three games. Correct. Yeah, Tennessee, Clemson. Yeah. We had to get yesterday to get sick because the odds are against us. Yeah. You know, big time. We could possibly beat Florida if we play great, but I wouldn't bet on it. And well, yeah, no, I wouldn't either. But they certainly are a very good football team. Well, well, Probably Freddie, one of the poor Florida teams I, I recall here in the last decade, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Freddie, to your point, so myself, yourself, Glenn, and his wife Mary all sat together at that Mizzou game, and it did not look good. But uh, happy they beat Vanderbilt yesterday, and so going into Gainesville on the 12th, we'll see how it goes. But uh, <laughs> how many how many games have we been to uh, Florida versus South Carolina, and most of them we've lost? I, I just I just hope the game cuts can get that win. Yeah, that you know, was- I, my mind just goes back. I- uh, and I think about Florida, and I think about Marcus Lattimore having 200 yards rushing in a night game where we we kicked their fanny. Uh, see, my mind just goes to the good ones. I, I have. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. That's that's the um, same here. Same here. My dad still when, has. When they had Spurrier, Miles and I would go, and we'd be in the upper deck, and they'd be up 50 to 14. And we'd be the only ones in the upper deck. I mean, I'm exaggerating, Glenn, but not by a lot. I mean, no, no, I understand. <laughs> I remember those. I remember you got me on the sideline, and I watched like. Remember their great defensive end Kevin Carter, and then he went to the Indy. No, I'm sorry, went to the St. Louis Rams, and then Mike Peterson, who was so good and coached for us for a while. Anyway, I looked at their line of scrimmage against our fat boys, and you know, you just shook your head. I mean, they were so big and strong and good, and. Javon Kirst and all those guys, and it's been a long time for them. But I, I got a bad feeling, a good feeling for the Gators, a bad feeling. I think they might have found their guy in Nate, found their guy in Napier. I, I think he might be the right fellow for them. Yeah, he could be. And let me, let me, let me. T- I just got to give you this this first story. You know, when we joined the SEC, and I remember the first time we went to Florida was that nineteen ninety. 92 is when we joined the league. 92? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know if that, that year or the next year we, when we went to Florida. But I remember pregame. It was senior day. <laughs> I watched as these stream of six five, six six guys came out and hugged their 6'2 mamas. I went, <laughs> whoa, whoa. We are in trouble in this league. I can tell you right now. But that's, that's honestly God's truth. I mean, big boys would come out and hug their big mamas. I'm like, whoa, man, <laughs> this this is not going to be pretty. 
I believe that. We stepped up a little too far in class joining the SEC, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. The one story I was going to say, so Spurrier with the Gamecocks finally beat the Gators. What was When was that game, Dad? 2014, 2015, something like that? Sounds about right. It was in – was it was it his first year? I'm um, I'm not sure. Um, I could uh, I could I could look it up, but we'll just let it keep going. <laughs> but uh, what I'm getting at is, uh, Dad, my father Freddie still has the framed picture of Gators getting beat. <laughs> what does it What does it say on that, Dad? Uh, uh, yeah, something like Gamecocks claw back or some some reference like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, man. That was, yeah, that's right. It was Spurrier's first year because it was Urban Meyer's first year. That's right. That's right. I I could, I could look it up, but uh, yeah, I think I think we're almost I think we're almost correct. We're circling it. I'll tell you that. We're, we're circling somewhere in there. Yes, sir. Glenn, we're so happy to have you on here, and hopefully, we can uh, make this a tradition. And Dad, glad to hear from you too. Hope you guys have a great Sunday. And cheers to everyone. Change all your clocks. (laughs) Change your clocks. That's right. That's right. Today is Sunday, November 6th. And change your clocks. Fall back. Change your clocks and shop Miller hardware. Those are my Uh, favorite. That's right. I'm going to try to order something online. That's right. Great thing. com is where you can do so. And uh, if you have feedback, email me at mbru at g-a-t-e-c-h dot e-d-u. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. We're joined on the Miller's Hardware Hotline by Richard Sanchez, Dirt McGirt, up there in Knoxville, Tennessee. You can hear the bar behind him. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man, we're doing great. Great environment <laughs> out here. You know, just out reporting live from the bar, from the streets. I'm, I'm a man of the people. Streets! So we're out here, you know, great day today. Beautiful day to be alive. What you up there for? Oh, man, one of my good buddies, E. Jones, was tying the knot. So couldn't, couldn't be happier for a nicer guy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Holla, holla. Definitely a plus one for the big boys. He's definitely marrying up. So, uh. Maybe you can throw a, a photo of him as the uh, the podcast um, <laughs> picture for this one. Hit me <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're we're at halftime of the Georgia Tech Virginia Tech game. It's twenty to thirteen, VT up. Battle uh, of the Techs, man! Battle of the Techs. Well, we're the real Tech. Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University does not compare to the Georgia Institute of Technology. We all know that. Yeah, man, Virginia Tech. Is, uh, they're beating us. They're beating us right now. We need to come back. They are. They are. Shout out to your bro and how, but we got to We got to Yeah. Our crappy punt team strikes again. They ran back a ninety-yard uh, return touchdown. Was just talking to a guy here at the bar who went attack about how we're missing Harvin, our nasty ass punter. Oh yeah. Oh dude, he's a baller. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> and the best punter in the fucking nation. Well that nice. one that one we got from like Punt Australia or something. This one we got from Ireland. He's 
sucks, but I don't know. Harvin, Harvin's been a baller for the Steelers, uh, and we beat when Harvin was here. Two was it last year or the year before? We beat Miami off of his big punt, like oh, through a great punt. pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. our best quarterback that year. So cool. exactly. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, before we get into it, I want to uh, tell all the GT folks that are listening to this: our new AD, Jay Bat, is uh, doing a little fundraiser uh, campaign. They're matching every dollar up to two point five million, which is unheard of for us. Correct, time. correct. And uh, so, to explain it, my boy, Card and Clark are just talking about getting a couple more beers in us tonight, and both donating two fifty apiece. Oh, Cardin up there, tell him I said what's up. Cardin's up here. Hey, Cardin's on the. He's right next to me. He's gonna say what's up. Milo. Milos. Cardin is joined on the Miller's Hardware Hotline. Give me the boss voice, Cardin. How's it going oh. up there? Uh, well, it's going swell. Weather's great. Company's great. Can't complain. I'm with you there, other than the Bucks, but uh, hopefully we get back on the right track. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that that divorce seems to have taken a toll on the Bucks. I think so too. I think so too. He should have stayed home. But uh, let's not get into that. Let's let's stick with what Richard was saying about the. Uh, Georgia Tech launches the Competitive Drive Initiative, which um, for our listeners, this is an agreement between the Institute and the Athletic Department to actually match the money donated from people Uh, to these. I'm a a big proponent of that. Right. I gave a hundo. Okay, so 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 here's here's a little background, right? So Georgia Tech has like a 2.5 billion or something like that endowment, but all of it goes to research. None of it goes to athletics, which is why we haven't had money to like recruit and hire good people. Exactly. Right. 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 (laughs) And so this is the first step of the institute and Angel Cabrera, the president, matching the money that people donate dollar for dollar up to two and a half mil. Right, and I, I, I know that sounds I know that sounds small to SEC fans like UGA or whomever, but it's a big step for us. And I gave a hundo. If y'all are going two fifty, I might need to bump bump myself up here. I mean, I'm willing to bump. <laughs> Richard might have spoken for you and said uh, you're both <laughs> donating two fifty. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but you had Carter blushing over there, man. <laughs> Well, I was just his voice is meant for radio though, so it's oh, definitely oh. a match made in heaven. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found something off you guys. Yeah, yeah. So like, we we grew up during the golden age of straight up club booty dancing music. Oh, completely. Little, yeah. Little John, your, oh, uh, Doc. Daddy, all that shit. Dude, back in the day in middle school, I was going to all these bar mitzvahs, and it was always just get low, get low, get low, and just like booty, booty dancing trains going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't want to hate on the new age rap, but uh, the mumble stuff doesn't really do it for me. <laughs> oh, no, that's not rap. That's just mental illness being recorded. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, dude, so check this out. Yeah. Because of that shit, I just grew up, I loved booty dancing. Uh huh. And man, when I would go to a middle school dance, I was out there crushing. Like even chaperones were looking at me. Like, oh, it was on. It's like, doing? yeah, you're basically dry hopping out there on the dance floor. Oh, exactly. It's just oh, they don't call you Dirty Sanchez for nothing. It's just like this kid is going to push the envelope and try and get himself kicked out. <laughs> so I used to love booty dancing, bro. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I used to love it. 
But like at one of those dances, I I loved it until that one time I felt a dick on my back. <laughs> That's the wrong type of train. <laughs> I was on the be... wrong side of the booty train, bro. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be girl boy, girl boy. <laughs> once once you feel that on your back, it's like oh. I gotta get out of this train. <laughs> That's one of my original stand-up jokes. There, it's not based. Maybe a little on the left side, but it's fine. It people laughing. That's all right. Uh, and speaking of stand-up, when you got your uh, initial thing coming up? So I've, I've landed on my stage name when I get up there. I'm known as Chatty Bones. Uh, it's gonna happen soon, guys. I really think so. I'm gonna get up there on stage. I really see me maybe quitting my job in a couple months and doing it full time. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's, things are looking up, man. All the momentum's on my side. I, I really think we have a career of it. Yeah, I'm sure that career will definitely support your wife and your daughter. Yeah, that's another one of my jokes right there. So I don't know when it's going to happen, man. It might never, <laughs> but it's always going to be a dream to get up there and do the stand-up bit. I'm with you, man. You got you got any other bits? I got a couple, man. I, I'm refining them. Okay, okay. They're not uh, ready I'm, for the I'm, air yet. I'm refining the delivery a little bit on them. <laughs> all right, all right. But, um, yeah, I got some. It's just too long-winded right now for the, for the pod. Don't worry about it, and I can hear all the background noise, so we'll, we'll have to do it another time. Yeah, we'll get at it, man. You take care. We got a nice, uh, a good half of football coming our way. Yeah. And then I think we're all volunteers fans today after this. We got a uh, yeah. Georgia game. It's going to be killer football. Looking forward to that. Oh, hey, speaking of that, so you remember last time you were on, we were talking about how if the game ends in a tie, the mascot should fight? Yes. All right, so the volunteers have a dog, Smokey, who's a coonhound, who looks almost just like my dog. And then Georgia has the bulldog, which is just like a purebred, incestuous English bulldog that, like, oh, dies Smokey every five would years. That ass. Smokey would crush that <laughs> Yeah. So, regardless. Yeah. So, Smokey, bro? Team Smokey for sure. All right. Uh, yeah, go Tech, go Vols, and uh, happy wedding for E-Jones. Cheers, y'all. For sure, man. Hey, how many? what are you drinking right now, by the way? We never got into the cocktail menu. I was on beer, and then I had to pour up a little vodka for the Tech game. You know how it goes. Yeah, very successful. Daddy, yeah. Daddy's drinking a nice cold Stella. What's Cardin got over there? Cardin, what are you drinking? A Shiner box. Like a there we go. Man. Yep. <laughs> there we go. All right. Love you all. Good to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. Likewise, man. You be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. True, true. Peace. Later.